0: Yo, let's go! Harder Brunch presents the Meat Cake Invitational 2024. That's right. This year we're doing it bigger, better, and harder. It's going to be 10 chef teams, 10 edible works of art, and you help be the judge. Yeah, you buy one ticket and that allows you to be a judge. It's going down February 25th A Half liter Tickets are on sale now at Eventbrite.com. Uh-huh. Uh.
1: Daddy is rolling blue dream, And boys got down a routine It's nap-tail culture, cooking seven courses Had to pass the torch and now I'm grabbing second portion So sit back, relax, grab a drink and a smoke It's all the brunch, on the way and get
0: prepared for the jokes Whoa Hi, and welcome to the Heart of Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Michaels, with me as always, my co-host, Daddy's Jay McKee. Sloppy Pepper, wait, wait! The one, Jeez. the two, the wheels of steel, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last broke dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan, everybody. Hey, guys. Hey, uh, Oh. Nice. Oh, nice. Wow.
2: There's a bunch going on out there There was <laughs> There's
0: a lot. That's crazy. Very, 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 very special first-time guest. Uh, wanted you on for years
3: your fault not
0: mine (laughs) 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 we could we we finally made it line up chef abby maris welcome to the show
3: thank you for having me and i am full and i'm so glad that i am full be quite honest, I was starving when yeah. I got here.
0: So. Can you come up a little closer to bring the
3: mic yes. up a little closer Siree. to you so we can
0: hear you there? Well, we, we've we done a lot to try to
1: get you. I, I guess you say you're not hard to get, but like we've had to do rituals, mm-hmm. drink blood. Mm-hmm. Blood sacrifice. Blood sacrifice, yeah. yeah. Just to, to it manifest was, There us. was a Ouija board involved. Yeah, I didn't like any of this. <laughs> well, we did it.
3: Well, I guess it worked, so yeah. yeah. Thank you for uh, manifesting me to be here. I, feel <laughs> I, was, I do feel
0: like you're one of the busiest people in Indy. You, you got um, to You wear a lot of you wear a lot of hats, and you got a lot going on.
3: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's interesting you say, but uh, yeah, I'm always, I'm just happy to do whatever I can, you know. So I'm glad to be here. So that's let's awesome. get this show on the road. Let's Cause do it. Because I'm so busy. I got to get to work. No. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm rolling. We yeah, it's
0: <laughs> we put in a slip and slide over there. For yeah, you. that's fun. Uh, Yeah, no, we we have had people. We had somebody who. I had just opened a business and he hadn't physically been away from the business since it opened. It was like in the first week or two and a PR firm told him to come on our show. Interesting. So he didn't know anything about us. And then we walked in and we're doing our normal goofy shit. And he's just like, what have I walked into? (laughs) And he's
2: just like Mm. checking his phone every five minutes, just like frantically. Like, I think this was, I think I made a huge mistake. (laughs) I guess he had a really good time. Like I've heard since that he had a really good time and, you know, wants to come back or whatever, but yeah, no, he did not seem like it. He did not, I guess it is. If you think you're coming on for like a half hour interview and then you have to stay for a four hour.
3: (laughs) Well, you really get to know each other, you know, and then you take away whatever you want.
0: And, um, he also brought us like a hundred dollars of lobster and I put it on nachos
3: (laughs) (laughs) and I just brought a couple croissants. How rude of me. (laughs) No, that was
0: nice. We didn't use them, but that was nice. Yeah. That's uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner to the rest of the week, go. though. Yeah. Uh, so you are the, ex- I, don't, I don't know all your titles, I know you're executive chef, yeah. uh, I, I, I know that you uh, own and operate Bluebeard.
3: Yeah, so I am a, a co-owner in Bluebeard and Amelia's, uh, and executive chef of Bluebeard. So, oh, Amelia's too. Well, okay, so it's the same umbrella, so oh, Bluebeard gotcha. and Amelia's, gotcha. we are the same LLC, more or less, yeah. so, um, but... We have a a team that runs the Amelia's department, and then I run Bluebeard with, you know, the France managers and um, my beautiful pastry chef and all of the other, um, you know, the team that we have. So that's my title, executive chef and co-owner of Bluebeard.
0: And then what about the brasserie?
3: Um, The brasserie, um, I... I started that um, in the beginning, well, pre-COVID, um, so we were excited, and we were <laughs> rearing and ready to go, and then the next day, no mas. So, um, but then when we got back um, going again, um, yeah, I opened it up, set it up, um, and then acquired a team, and then, so I was there for a little bit, and then I relinquished my responsibilities to another chef, so um, that way I was able to walk away and go back to Blueberry, Oh, which nice. is my home. Yeah, <laughs> and...
0: Also, I mean, we talk a lot on this show uh, when we have service industry people on about people that have changed the uh, form and function of the Indianapolis culinary scene. And I mean, Bluebeard always is, comes up, always comes up. It's always at the top of the list. It's It's something and like I always try to pinpoint when that shift happened and it seemed like kind of when that recess graduating class all kind of spread out and yeah. started doing their own stuff that i mean right around uh 2010 ish too and you also had yeah. the craft beer and craft cocktail mm-hmm. boom all kind of simmering at the same time and everything and um I'm friends with steve ruby so he was just always like singing the praises oh yeah and he was like we gotta go Bluebird. i gotta eat there for every meal <laughs> wait did you come from recess as well
3: yeah so i started recess with greg hardesty we opened it up together um So I was there in the very beginning um, and then my good friend um, Ed and his family, the Batistas, uh, they came to my ex-husband and I and said, uh, we got a three-way liquor license for $1,000. Do you want to open up a restaurant? And so we said, yeah. Yeah. So then I left uh, recess in 2012. Wait, no. Yeah. 2011, and then we opened in 2012 at Bluebeard. So it was a fast turnaround. So six months in between that first conversation, and then the doors opened. So it was like That's bam, insane. bam, I know.
0: What was that building before?
3: Um, Well, um, it was a paper factory many years ago. So okay. I think it was developed in like 19, uh, like 19, early 1920s or 1950s, something like that. I think it was the 20s when it was built. Mm. Uh, so it was a paper factory initially. Um and then, you know, there wasn't a lot of stuff going on Virginia Avenue at that point. Well, mm. for a very, very long time. You know, they had yeah. the train car and shit. But um, um, so the Batistas bought that property uh, many years ago, and they've always wanted to have something there. So they've always had an eye for locations and neighborhood, you know, mm-hmm. development. Um, so, yeah, when we were um, going under construction and we first opened up, the culture trail was coming in. So that development actually helped boost that whole um, neighborhood area. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, that whole like corridor more or less. Um, so with that, uh, yeah, it was wild because like the dugout was there, or is still there. But you the know. original dugout, not the- Yeah, the labor union would always, you know, yeah. just the tried and true people that have been going to the um, dugout for years and then- um, You're still
0: smoking cigarettes in there. Oh
3: yeah, well, I don't know if we were or not. I'm just glad that one law passed where you don't have to smoke cigarettes or you can't smoke cigarettes in the bar. T- I, I was like, is that forcing you to act smoke act. cigarettes <laughs> in the bar? The you fourth wall. <laughs>
0: I hated that one too. Yeah. <laughs> My friend group, you did that.
1: <laughs> yeah. There is a, it's, it's very interesting to hear about the culinary history of Indianapolis because, like, I've been on the show, and there's a few names that always come up. Greg's name always comes up recess. And, like, it seems like the recess, there was, like, a Pangea effect where they sp- spread it out. And then if you look at the history, you see why everything is kind of the way it is. And, like, it's a lot of what – tell me if I'm wrong, but it's a lot of – like very self-promote, not self-promoters, self-starters, self starters, yeah. yeah, that want to do something in a unique way, but yet yeah, still pay homage to the tradition of cooking?
3: Oh, okay, yeah, completely. So when I first moved here in 2005, I started with Greg at Elements. So he had opened up H2O Sushi back in the day. So he, well, first off, there was like a godfather of the culinary scene, which is Tony mm-hmm. Um So he kind of... Um, started developing that culinary scene and building um you know other chefs up and with that said um then came way for other people like neil brown greg hardesty who all kind of worked together and because it was such a small community um they had to stretch themselves out because otherwise um what are we going to have nothing just going to be chain restaurants you know so it was yeah yeah and then you know there's so many different, like, layers to the conversation. But, you know, so he had elements, and then, you know, he had, well, he had sushi, then he had elements, and then he got fucking tired of it, right? Because he was tired of, like, bending over backwards. So he decided to open up recess, which um, made him be creative in his way that he wanted to be, you know? And so allowing um myself and some of the other chefs to come in there and work underneath them and understand, like, his processes, you know? And, like, um, not just, like giving the community whatever they wanted you know he's giving them what he wanted you know Mm. and i think that was a a really cool approach but it was also very Mm. strange you know at the same time because you know is that feasible you know is it going to be successful and um, it was for a long time and he, he did a wonderful job doing it and we definitely learned a lot and from each other for you know and that's the thing that we just talked about in my meeting today is like you know um we never stop learning from each other. So it doesn't matter how old you are, or how much um, background you have. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah. I'm teaching stuff to Zach every day. Yeah. I mean, but you guys are
3: teaching me. me stuff right now. <laughs> <laughs> Those wings are delicious. So, you know, yeah. every meal I have, I'm learning something from it as well.
1: That's awesome. Like, <laughs> how, how much time do you take to teach someone, like, something, like, now that you're, like, the head chef, right? Like, do you, do you like, take time every day? Like, I want to teach them this, or does it just come along and you're like, oh, you're going to learn this right now?
3: Uh, well, it depends on the person, to be quite honest. You know, yeah. if they're willing to accept um, some criticism, constructive um, education or growth, you know. So um, I treat each person a little bit differently. But I do call it Bluebeard Academy because, you know, we do get a lot of green people in there, yeah. um, which I kind of appreciate, you know, because then I can mold them into yeah. what I want them to be. And
0: You don't have to fix bad habits.
3: Well, I mean, that, that always comes with it, too. <laughs> yeah. But... Um, But yeah, so uh, it is like kind of case by case situations, you know, it especially depends on what I'm trying to uh, show them how to do like if, yeah, so it might be like, you know, 10 minutes here for this one um, procedure, but then they don't retain that 10 minutes of education. So then I have to repeat that again, you know, the following day or the next time they have to repeat that task. So it, it it is just case by case, so. It's pretty wild. It blows my mind how much that you learn over time and how to manage and education, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's go back in time a little bit. Well, how uh, far do you want to go? Get that time machine, boys. <laughs> <laughs> what, was your, uh, what was your first kitchen experience? was, like, Ooh. young?
3: Um, working in a restaurant or kitchen strictly? Kitchen, whatever. Um, so I moved out to Norfolk, Virginia, when I graduated. So I hightailed my ass out of Evansville. Okay. I followed a boy out there, so uh i started working on this place called the Top, and you know just a counter girl you know it's a little like um it's still there today actually which i'm pretty impressed by um but just kind of carry out food but you know everything's kind of homemade you know soups and specials and whatnot a very small little um little shop uh so i was just a counter girl and you know putting pizzas in the boxes and all that jazz but then you had to start making like pasta uh, help prep you know on the mm-hmm. side when you had your downtime so making pasta salads potato salads or whatever. Uh, And then I learned I had like a little bit of knack for, um, you know, just kind of being creative and, you know, working with people and, you know, uh, conceptualizing dishes or whatever. So uh, top was my first uh, kitchen experience. So then after that, then I realized that I wanted to continue my career. So I went to another restaurant in Norfolk called Cora, which is gone. It was called, uh, well, it's called Cora, but their tagline was Uptown Southern Chow. (laughs) But at the same time, it was a vegan restaurant,
4: Mm. so
3: you know it's kind of (laughs) bewildering because you're frying, uh, you know, chicken and shrimp in the same basket. You're frying tofu, so (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you know it always. I was like a little bewildered by that, but it worked. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, did you
0: come up strictly through restaurants, or did you go to culinary school?
3: Um, I had the opportunity to go to culinary school when I was at Elements. So um, it was the second presidential scholarship that they were um, um, giving out. And I believe Tony Hanslitz went to Greg and asked if there was anybody in the kitchen that he thinks should be uh, rewarding uh, or deserving of you know, a scholarship. So you know, I had to put together an essay and get some recommendations from some other chefs. And um, yeah, so I was awarded that scholarship. Wow. So I went to um, the Chef's Academy. And studied pastries because I was already doing savory stuff. So mm. I figured it would be like a good way to round out my.
1: Yeah. Handpicked by Greg.
3: Well, I mean, he proposed that I, you know, apply for um, okay. the scholarship. And lo and behold, I got it. And I still acquired debt. So <laughs> It'll get you. Every yeah. time. Wait, so when
0: did you come back to Bloomington then? What was there? A blo- um,
3: Bloomington, I mean, Indianapolis. Or Indianapolis, I mean. So uh, 2005, 2005. Okay. Yeah, so I graduated in 2001, went to Norfolk, and then moved to Indy in 2005. Started working at Elements, and I graduated the program at the Chef's Academy in 2008. So because of going to school, though, I will say um, I had the opportunity to uh, take an internship out in, uh, in New York, in Manhattan, um, so I got some more um, experience out there and had to get another job, obviously, in New York because... You know, I didn't get paid for my internship. Luckily, they gave me a metro card, which is like gold out there. But, mm. um, uh, so then, yeah, I was able to work at different restaurants do some staging with some other chefs. I
0: was working in a, like a New York, New York City restaurant. Uh, compared. thrilling! Really?
3: Yeah, I wish I didn't have to come back, but I had to make excuses so. I had to move back home.
0: I feel like New
1: York would be scary. There'd be just like a lot of cussing.
3: Oh yeah. I mean there's people are sabotaging all the time. Oh wait, sabotaging? Yeah, because they wanna like their placement in the kitchen, they want to, you gotta know, move up. and they want to shut you down, right? You know, but then you just have to prevail, you know, right? And, and you then, have <laughs> to learn how
1: yeah. to sabotage. Well, that's, that's part of it, yeah. you know. I mean, that's what I'm going to do. Mm. First thing I go, when I go to the New York kitchen. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, how do I sabotage the best guy? I'm thinking <laughs> poison. I'm thinking, you know, what I'm saying like things that would get the restaurant shut down. Yeah, and, and you know? it's weird because you don't even work there. <laughs> You're just. <laughs> You come over with a whole bunch of cockroaches and throw them out. Yeah, they're like, sir, have you been seated? Like, I'm working here!
3: But, I mean, yeah, it was super interesting because uh, uh, I was working with people that were, like, planning on moving. Like, it's a very transient area, you know? So, like, I was working with a guy that worked at e for a long time. And then some of these other people that were in the kitchen, they were on their way to go to, like, um, Mugaritz, you know, some very, like, very, very, like, High end, like I have cookbooks on my shelves of these restaurants, you know. So it was just cool to like uh, be able to interact with all of these other, other mm-hmm. chefs across the time. But
1: how'd you stay out of the shit? Like, because you said there was a lot of drama. Like, well, did you- I just,
3: per- I just, I got my job done, and okay. then I realized why they were sabotaging. You know, jealous. Uh, well, yeah. So it's like, okay, now I understand. I'm not going to cut shallots right now. I'll cut shallots at five o'clock rather than at three. You know, <laughs> I see why they are doing it, but then you know, I just figured out. How to get my way around it, and yeah, they probably were jealous because I could run laps around them eventually. you know Oh wow! Yeah, it's easier said than done if you just put your head to the ground and do your job. And That's run.
0: kind of Dyches. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say when <laughs> I, did, I noticed when I was in culinary school, there was a lot of like those Type A personalities, and there was like I don't know, a hundred kids in my class, and it was just like I'm not gonna engage. The way they're doing it you know i'm just gonna put my head down and do my work yeah. and then all of a sudden you look back up and there was like 20 people still in the program like, <laughs> right, like four years later like 80 people dropped yeah, out yeah yeah people just dropped oh, yeah. out all the time well
3: so, people will drop their dentures or the pills sometimes <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh
3: i saw some weird things at uh during culinary school there was a uh, one time the health department was coming around um chrowski hook beetle mind me telling this. Story. I don't know if you even privy to this, but someone was like, hey, you need to wash the lettuce. So a student was uh, washing the lettuce in the sink, but they were washing it with a scrubbing oh. and <laughs> soap. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the viral was walking around all the while. So <laughs> I don't think that person lasted very much longer. You know? <laughs> some people actually just went to coloring school just to get fed, too. You know oh, like, yeah. yeah, like yeah some of the strange. chefs that
0: work there, I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they would just come in like at the end of class. Except for like first years Students that were like still undercooking chicken and stuff like that. Well, yeah, it was like that would be an interesting TV show. Like you know, chefs
1: with like lower IQs. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. A lot of us probably do. Yeah. It's just like we're good at like certain things. No, know?
1: I'm talking low. Oh
3: okay.
1: <laughs> I'm talking low to the point that where it's not inappropriate, my- <laughs> where it's not inappropriate, but like it's kinda of like cute. Yeah, like wash and soap. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> Go
3: ahead. It's, it's only cute for a minute. <laughs>
1: Well, there's love on the spectrum. There's a show called Love on the Spectrum. You're yeah.
2: right. You're right. So and that's a really good cooking, show. Cooking
1: on the spectrum yeah. <laughs> could be interesting and messy. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> Take, <this away. laughs> Take the mic away from
0: yeah. me. I'm getting scared. Let's talk about let's talk about what we ate today on our uh, yeah. Brought brought to you by our sponsor, uh, Smoking Goose at 407 Dorman Street. It's time for the Smoking Goose Brunch Breakdown. Uh, Now, we did a barbecue theme for you um, today. Um, Smoke them if you got them. And... (laughs) I didn't realize that was at the top of the video.
1: (laughs) 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 We set you up. Yeah, set
0: me up for failure. (laughs) Um, And the way... This was we kind of did everything family style, which is kind of different than we
2: normally do. Um, I just
3: thought this is how it always goes down.
2: We usually have like usually each of us will take like two courses and then do that whole course, and then this one he did the proteins and I did the sides, and then we kind of when we came together we decided it'd be better to do the family style and then serve the little. little I things.
0: really I really like his sides like like when he does like he's oh, yeah. like some of the best like mac and cheese and the green so i was like you have to do that for sure and then he's like well i could do this and then all of a sudden he was like doing six sides <laughs> i was like whoa <laughs> i was like all right well we'll figure this out um but yeah i saw there's this place i was trying to um there's a place down in new orleans called blue oak barbecue mm-hmm. and uh i went down there 10 years ago and they were a whole literally like serving out like out of, like, a food stall inside, like, of a dive bar. And the bar was awful. <laughs> it was, like, the guy that owned it was a monster. But the food was great. And I just remember – I remember being shocked because I was like, you guys are going to eat wings here? Like, you guys are going to get barbecue out of the back of this shitty dive bar? And it was phenomenal. And I've just – I've watched these people uh, grow over the years, and now they have, like, a, a, a real full restaurant and everything. So I, I always watch what they're doing on social media. And they had this uh, – um, chimichanga and it just i was just like man oh boy that was so good it's like i wanna i wanna i wanna recreate that um best chimichanga i have ever had
1: yeah
0: thank you no (laughs)
1: well i think it's probably definitely in the top three yeah yeah Yeah. it was really good (laughs) (laughs) i'm not backing (laughs) up it was the best one i've had i don't eat a lot of chimichangas I, i should say that
3: well as i said during um brunch that That's my go-to when I go to a Mexican restaurant, is yeah, mm, yeah. There's nothing better than a fried burrito with a whole bunch of cheese on it. Mm -hmm. And then it transfers well to later as well. But the best thing was that I was starving when I got here. I was really nervous this morning. I was like, am I going to be hungry? I don't know what's going to happen. And then I was craving some chicken fingers and just fried chicken. (laughs) So then when I got here, I'm glad that this menu was presented. Uh, yeah, Choo, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> we are, yeah, we need to work out a better,
0: like... Uh, what are like, you talking about? That was fine. Like, uh, no, we need to work out a better, like, uh, frequently asked questions about, like, what to expect when you come over. Because I feel like...
3: No, it's better to be, like... Surprised? Just yeah.
2: shocked. Well, yeah. some people don't realize there's going to be two or three more courses, so they'll <laughs> eat, like... All of the first oh, yeah, one. <laughs> and then and then it's a problem. Yeah. And then they're upset.
0: Well a lot of times too, it's like you're hungry by the time you know, by yeah. the time we're eating it's like you're you're ravenous. And then Uh, My one of my favorite things is to bring out like I like people to be kind of pissed by the time the last course gets brought out. (laughs) To be like, are
2: you kidding me? Another one. (laughs) Today was a throwback to that. We we used to go. uh, It used to be a lot like today, almost every time. Like we've kind of like cut back like to like a reasonable amount. There's still (laughs) leftovers, but you know. But yeah, I feel like when I dropped the last like savory course, everybody kind of groaned. And then I was, <laughs> I went back and I was like, they're not going to want that pie.
3: <laughs> there's, there's, it was also good. Well, but what you said earlier when you're dropping food off, it's like, as chefs, we don't make small amounts. Mm. You uh, know, there's no way that we'll make an appropriate amount. I
2: tried so hard. Yeah. I tried. To, and Everything kept inflating like the beans, yeah. the macaroni, all of it. And then it was, you know, I, you know, I've I still got more at home that didn't make <laughs> yeah. it into the. I don't know what, I, I felt kind of like Jesus. Like more food was coming
1: out. Do you think that's how Jesus felt? When they, <laughs> yeah. He's like, just I just got more. Rid of this bread. <laughs> they're like, no, nah, boo, we are full. He turned all the water into wine. He's like, damn it. He's yeah. drunk. Yeah, there is a point where it does become too much. Like when uh, the meatloaf slide. Sorry, I'm not. We're not even there. We're not even
0: there, not <laughs> even there but I'm kind of <laughs> still mad. <thinking laughs> <about it. Yeah. laughs>
2: I, d- I didn't notice everyone only ate one <laughs> I mean that whole last round was yeah. You know like there were people taking tastes yeah. Yeah. Like oh yeah that, that was a good bean <laughs> Thanks we'll go harder, go home, yeah. uh,
0: And then the next one was the uh, The wings which uh, So Zach uh, used to Own uh, batch number two mustard yes. So he is the, the
2: Official sauce boss of Indianapolis So what what were what the three sauces you did? I did, uh uh so I did a, uh, just like a Kansas City, like, sweet barbecue. I did a mustard-based barbecue. And then I also did a white barbecue, which is like a mayonnaise-based one. That's actually one of my
3: favorites. That's actually, I was going to say, yeah. I really enjoyed that sauce a
2: lot. Did it have some horseradish in it? Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. yep. Lots of horseradish. And,
3: you know, lots of
2: male physically
1: yeah the flavors of that for me it was really good um if i was gonna be if if i was gonna play around with it if it was my sauce i would be like hey could we go back a little bit with a sodium Mm. just a little bit but like i like it i like a lot of sodium like i would mess up those wings if i was in like a, a bar with the lights out by myself
2: gotcha did
3: you get? Did you brine the chicken wings before, or mm. you just? You yeah, you I it? think
2: they were brined.
1: But it was really good. Yeah, those were good. Um, and then
0: the. Did you like the wings? Uh, I
2: I, <laughs> I didn't actually eat one. <laughs> Are you guys a
3: flat or a drum person?
0: Uh, either one, drum.
3: Yeah. Uh, I'm a drum person myself.
0: I um, I, I I I noticed. I saw. I used to work. Uh, I, I've had a lot of line cook jobs, and I've noticed that um. I got I, I was a vegetarian from the time I was 16 until like my late 20s so I didn't have a chicken wing till I was almost 30 years old
3: you didn't have one prior well they, they,
0: they weren't like popular when I was young you know what I'm saying like in Indianapolis it was like there was a few places but they weren't like you know I mean I I stopped eating meat in 96 so like it just wasn't you know everywhere and You're, so wait
3: you look so young uh, i'm not <laughs> <Wow>. he's
0: seventy five <laughs> uh, but uh <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I well, you look good I guess I, That's
0: did. not I, I didn't have a good response to that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not <laughs> Let's move on <laughs> 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 Well it's funny that we're all like We love to indulge um, And I think everybody around here looks really good
0: Bla- Black don't <laughs> crack but it breaks on the inside <laughs> 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 Uh, uh but uh, yeah, so like I so I, I remember like working one like I worked in a sports bar in like Bloomington and then I worked in a dive bar in Indy and I didn't realize that like the difference between like like black people want their wings like well done yeah. like, like they want them fried to hell and back and like I would they, they would keep sending wings back and be like <laughs> hit them again and I'm like this has been in there for 20
2: minutes I don't know I like it's dead like I don't know what to do <laughs> There's also something I had learned, and I, I've never like chased this down, but apparently, if like wings are frozen, oh, yeah, chat that. they'll they'll be they'll be blacker inside on the bone, and if they're fresher, you'll end up with more like the red on the bone, which gets confused a lot.
0: Oh
1: yeah.
2: So like I would work at place and they'd switch to like a fresh wing or whatever, and everybody would be complaining mm. because they would see like a red vein or something, yeah. and they're like, "This, this chicken's raw. This yeah. is done." Yeah, yeah. and they, like you could cook them a long time, and it would still. Keep that color. Well,
3: my favorite wings in town are Chatham Tap. The angel wings? Yeah.
2: Is there a better sauce?
3: (sighs) I mean, it teaches its own, you know. I really like that a lot. But the reason why those wings are so crispy and stay crispy so long because I – I did some investigation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, they take them from frozen uh, and then throw them in the fryer. So that's why it does take oh, them like Oh, from twice,
2: frozen. From like, frozen. frozen, like, frozen, frozen okay. and then I just throw them straight it. through. All yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: had They're to like
2: so good. I had to like track a busboy down to get the recipe. <laughs> I had to like <laughs> pry it out of someone's cold dead hands. Yeah. I've done that. Like So like uh, <laughs> Chef JJ's has a stall up in the Christmas market mm-hmm. and like uh, their French fries are the best fries I've ever had in my life. And I mean, you know, it's just out of a little stall and I, you know, tracked down one of them and I tracked down like the lady that helps her and got the, she, she said that they went through like 20 different varieties at Cisco before they landed on one. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got the little, you know, little code for it. <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to buy a case of them for myself, <laughs> but you know. You ready? Yeah, that seems
1: like another Harder Brunch episode like where we just, like, the secret ingredients that we track down, like, you know, Dyke killed a busboy. You had to (laughs) sneak into (laughs) Chef JJ's.
2: Yeah, we should track down recipes from restaurants, secret recipes, and then out them. Kind of like the magicians used to do (laughs) in the 90s. Oh, out them. Yeah, tell all the secrets, you know. This is going to get messy. Food's deepest secrets revealed. I heard
3: about how to uh, do the St. Elmo's cocktail sauce,
1: too. Oh. Just add as much horseradish sauce as you possibly can.
3: Uh, no, it, it's uh, it's. Well, can I, should I just close yeah, my information? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, know, I, I know. a little bit about
2: it too. So I'd like to hear what you drop it. Well, okay,
3: From my knowledge, or from what I've learned, um, well, one they use a meat grinder. Right. Yep. Um, but also turnip,
2: turnip, oh. and the horseradish. Oh, yeah. Mm.
1: All right, she just let it out, guys. Can you but come I didn't get give it? you the ratio,
3: so. <laughs> yeah, no, because no,
2: <laughs> I mean, and I always heard, so like I always heard, it, you know, is the, the grinding it with the meat grinder, but also like the fact that they do it every day. And then yeah. there's certain ways like when you're grinding it, if you grind it, and this it works with the same way with like mustard. If you grind it into water, it'll get hotter first. Oh yeah. And then you add the vinegar when, when it gets to the heat you want, because the vinegar stops that reaction, stops oh, the building. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Horseradish and, and mustard, wow. they're all kind of they do the same, same thing.
1: Wow. I'm intrigued. This is great. This is great stuff. This is for free, guys. <laughs> you guys are getting this for free at Harder Brunch. And also for free. Um, it's not. It's not free. It's not free. It's not free. It's not even kind of free. The uh, water was free. Upland's doing their free drinks
4: <laughs> <laughs> on January. I
1: just want to announce that. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Upland. Everything is free, baby. I love that. Buy a little dragons,
0: "Hey, it's <laughs> for free, and then you get whatever you want.
4: Then
0: <laughs> you get whatever you want. <laughs> Harder, Harder, Harder brunch is a parody uh, comedy podcast. It's not free. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Upland wanted us to say that <laughs> cheers
0: <laughs> cheers it, <laughs> it is delicious it, it is it, it's so good that um, you know you want to pay for it I feel like <laughs> yeah. that's a good one yeah. that's
3: a good way to turn it on hey it's my friend
0: Max <laughs> uh. oh um, saying
3: so you know, was. Ooh
0: boy uh, sorry real quick I just got to say those greens they're just always on point
2: oh, I don't yeah. know what you can thank you you can say about greens but uh, you got ham hock in that uh, I use uh, yeah pork necks okay. uh and then I had made, a, like, over the, the Christmas market, I had all access to a lot of, like, ham bones. And so I just made ham bone stock for, mm. you know, like, I got gallons of it at home. And I used some of that, in with the, the pork necks, just cooked it up for a day until it all fell you, apart. You brought over a ham and bean
0: soup, uh, and... Gave, it was supposed to be half for me and half for Thad and I ate my half and I almost ate Thad's half. And then, and then I was like, no, that's not right. And then I was like, so then I'm just like telling Thad like, cause the Thad will leave f- food in the fridge and never never touch it right? Well, and it drives me crazy cause I'm just like, all mm. I wanna do is eat it. So I was like, Thad, you you have to eat, this. this is the best ham and bean soup I've ever had. And and I don't
1: I don't like ham and bean soup particularly. I don't go out of my way like, hey, where can I find some ham and, but like he's like, this is the best, thing. I was like, I tried it. And it almost changed my life. Like, there was a tear that came down. I was like, it was sugary. Like, there was, like, was there a lot of sugar in it? Sugar-y. And I not use, like, too much. I'm saying this was yeah. perfect.
2: I used brown sugar in my ham and beans. Brown mm-hmm. sugar?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Well, never done that. Mm-hmm.
2: Absolutely. <laughs> just found out another secret. Yeah, I got that from my grandma. Like, as really? far as like a secret recipe. Yeah. You Dude, used white was... beans in your ham and bean
3: soup? What's that? White beans in your ham and beans? Yeah, I
2: use navy. I just got a big bucket of navy beans. I use those for just about everything. Oh, sugar. It was the best I've ever had. Thank you, thank you very much. I uh, know I'm jealous. <laughs> yeah, you didn't give that today. No. Yeah, you got the shit. I love you.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we mailed it in for
0: everybody else. <laughs> All right now, now, now Thad, you can say what you wanted to about the meatloaf sliders. Screw that meatloaf, man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, I, no, I heard y'all talking about like maybe we should do two for them. Like we should like were you guys thinking three at uh, one point
2: with with the sliders? Well, I mean, I will say he had enough slider buns for like. 20 sliders a piece oh which gosh. i thought was aggressive here, here here's, like, i don't know what we're
0: here's my fatal flaw every week and you would think after doing this for five years i would when i when i'm shopping and get everything out for the courses i don't think about the order of when the so i always think about like oh yeah everybody's gonna have like two of these i don't think about the fact that this is the third course that's coming out <laughs> and everyone's gonna be angry at this point so, like, in my head, I was just like, yeah, I was going to eat, like, two or three sliders, right? That's what people eat. If it was the first course, maybe, but, yeah. like, yeah. Like, I, I took one bite, and my
1: stomach said, you're going to throw up. And I was like, all <laughs> oh right, I, I can't eat any more of this. I really <laughs> wanted that A smoked banana put. up oh, spoilers. Wow. <laughs> I'm just spoiling wow. the whole they menu. Just-
3: yeah. He's drunk with food. So <laughs> He's drunk with food. <laughs> and also alcohol. And yeah. alcohol. <laughs>
0: free Upland. No, it's not free.
3: <laughs> it's not free. Yeah, meatloaf <laughs> sliders. In it's free. free in your mind. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the opposite of free. It's a business that they sponsor. <laughs> oh.
3: Well, I have been notorious to uh, take sandwiches and put in my purse and save them for later. So if there oh, are yeah? some meatloaf sandwiches missing, oh, uh, hey, we, got, in my purse.
2: we have to go boxes. Don't you worry. <laughs> I feel we, like I would be really... I I would be really proud if somebody took food in their purse out of brunch. Like mm. stole? Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, that says a lot if, you, if you're if you willing to steal it. That's a goal. Yeah. Have Casey, have you caught anybody stealing? Have you stolen anything? I was going to say <laughs> guilty. 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 That's why I'm not allowed to bring a purse
0: anymore. <laughs> uh, broccoli slaw and the... I mean, I love a good vinegar-based slaw. I love a good... Light slaw, yeah. I um, I w- I, t- I wanted to make I think I was gonna make a slider. I was gonna put slaw on it. And that, yeah, 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 that's a good way to go. Didn't get a chance to. Eat. Well,
3: there's plenty. There's plenty
0: more. There's plenty. There. Yeah. You can give that a go still. <laughs> and then the maple baked
2: beans. Now what were you saying mm-hmm. about those? You oh, oh you really I, wanted to? Yeah, I, I just. Uh, so I feel like baked beans are one of those things. Every time I make them, I don't really like them as much as I, or I like them as much as I like a canned baked bean. And I really mm-hmm. wanted to try this time to make one that I liked. I think I did. I, I was happy with it. I put big old chunks of uh, 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 jowl meat in there. Uh, yeah, there was I,
1: some jowl meat in there, wasn't yeah. there?
2: Yeah, it was the, the jowl. So when I rendered the jowl meat, I used that fat to toss the the macaroni for the, the mm, mac and cheese. Okay. So all of the fat went in the dinner.
3: What if I showed up and I was vegetarian? I mean, crazy. <laughs> that would have been stupid.
0: <laughs> we we did, we did send we did send out we did ask. That's if the there one thing any that was dietary, yeah. di- dietary restrictions.
2: But uh, we've had vegans on before. We like we will accommodate anything. We had a vegan um, once, and then the guest changed, and so we had to turn the vegan menu. <laughs> well, no, no. So here's what happened. We we had a guest that was going to be vegan, and then you know Dyke's like ah, it's going to be another guest. We'll still do the same menu. I was like, all right. And then he just does a meat menu. And leave me <laughs> to do all bring all the vegan stuff. <laughs> so
0: yeah, uh, we had. I mean, we've had guests on that don't like food before, and they didn't find out until we cooked a bunch. Did
3: they not like know the name of the show? So uh, <laughs> like, we had a yeah. comedian
0: because like usually we alternate between uh service industry people I and know. comedians so it's like kind of a wildly different show depending on who's on here and this comedian i you know i always ask is there any dietary restrictions uh, and i've added like just or foods you just don't like don't enjoy mm-hmm. you know you don't have to be allergic to it and uh he gave me like two things and it was like caviar and mustard it was it? i think that's what it was that yeah. yeah
3: only eight. Yeah. Or no, that's no. the only thing he, he
0: said that wasn't. It was like, okay. yeah, so he was like, Cav- I don't like caviar. I know like, most of them were like, okay, not a problem.
3: And then,
4: <laughs>
0: and then it was also like, oh, and I also don't like anything else. Yeah, he
2: mispronounced everything. And so, like,
0: we were bringing this food out, and it was like, I mean, he was just taking a... Half of a bite, like just the the smallest courtesy bite, and then the sending the whole thing back, and it was like after the third, I was like, "Is he okay out there? <laughs> like, did, did I burn everything? Like, what's going on?" He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I just don't really enjoy food."
1: Meanwhile, his pregnant wife was at home <laughs> wondering what he was doing. So, yeah,
0: he didn't bring He's
1: any starving. No, literally, <laughs>
2: saw all the pictures on Instagram and was like, "I can't believe you didn't bring anything back and you didn't eat anything at brunch."
1: <laughs> but no. we had a return episode of them both fighting on the episode. So guys check that out. Um
0: <laughs> uh, and then the uh the s- smoked uh, banana cheesecake um banana pudding cheesecake, not banana cream pie. Mm. Uh um, oh, good thing I didn't write cream oh, pie. Yeah. The first draft. You're the, <laughs> the only
2: one who said cream pie. <laughs> yeah.
0: The first draft he sent me just said banana cream pie and yeah. I was like he was like just look at yeah. this for me and I was like it's not a, it's not a cream pie. No <laughs> one said cream pie.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: He just everyone loves
3: a good cream pie yeah, right? yeah. I
0: think he's just trying to trick me <laughs> He was just setting me up for failure I think is what happened That's
1: what I happened. was
2: hoping you'd do this
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's happening perfectly <laughs> This actually should have been called uh, "Used to Smoke Banana Pudding."
3: <laughs> <laughs> or I just smoked and I made a banana
2: pudding cake. It, yeah. Was, uh, uh, yeah, were of <laughs> it was yeah. There
0: uh, where was the smoke?
1: It was. So what
2: happened to the smoke today? I guess it was called smoking if you got him.
0: It was. Uh, did it <laughs> <happen>? <laughs> It was made in a bakery next to
2: a guy that was smoking. <laughs> 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 Secondhand smoke. Yeah, pie. Second- <laughs> there it is.
0: There it is. Secondhand smoke. <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of the yeah, episode great uh let's take a quick commercial break and we'll take a quick smoke break and we'll be <laughs> right back
2: this week on the after brunch podcast
1: but i'm just saying like like you're you're doing art you're you're getting naked um for the foot like do you do you go soft or hard soft soft it's all very you know. oh you never go
2: hard I think soft is sexier than hard. Yeah, yeah. Hard what? is
0: like I think. I think hard is what designates it as por- pornography. No, that's no, not, let's not bring
2: uh, up his idea. nude
1: photos. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah.
2: Join us at Patreon.com/slash Harder Brunch. Uh,
0: Abby, you're enjoying some uh, of our delicious uh, sponsored Tinker Coffee. Yes, it's very good. Um, you know, you I like the
3: French press form myself. Yeah, so, yeah,
0: I love yeah, it. yeah. I, uh, I I'm a big fan of the French press. Um, Tinker Tinker Coffee is uh, you can you have a subscription. You can have a coffee sent to your house, and if you use promo code brunch,
2: you know what, Zach? You get twenty five percent off. See, I thought that it was also free right now. <laughs>
0: no, <laughs>
2: <laughs> not the coffee. <laughs> yeah, well, it's free it's here, here today so weird. for me.
0: You guys are doing the plugs wrong.
1: Yeah, it's, it's weird we lost low. all our sponsors on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just trying to say it frees your mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Frees your inhibitions. Free <laughs> so yeah, freeing your mind. <laughs> it's alcohol free. It's you know, it's everything
1: free. Yeah, like this little dragon, uh what? Zero calories plus <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, actual <laughs> mileage may vary It would be wild if we got sued for that kind of lying <laughs> Just to, like watching it in court Like yeah. them say all the ridiculous things Like did you claim that it was
1: <laughs> Here this is what I'll say It's yeah. not zero calories uh, no. Cause I do see no. in, uh, in fine print in white It says 110 But it does <laughs> But it does say low calorie Oh, mm, yeah. And the L is littler than the O Which I think is subliminal That's weird mm-hmm. yeah Where it looks like it says zero cal. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, yeah. totally.
3: I can see that from here. I just, so that's
0: why I thought it was zero calories this whole time. I get nervous because I just watched that that uh, Pepsi Points documentary oh, yeah, about so when they the shoot jet? him for the jet. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm real careful about what I'm saying on here. Because <laughs> <laughs> will promise somebody a jet. Can you, <laughs> you imagine
2: <laughs> <laughs> if we had to work off a jet because of yeah. that <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of our lives? Drink upland, <laughs> you'll get a free
0: jet. <laughs> <laughs> disclaimer, that's not true. Excuse uh, me, jet ski. Jet ski. Uh, I went and I was picking up our our Tinker coffee from from the El Jefe over there, and I was like, uh, he he was dishing up the coffee and he's telling me about all this like you know this you know he's going tell me all about the beans and, and giving me the whole rundown and everything and I'm like, I I know I look good. I like good coffee but I don't have enough knowledge about like when he starts explaining the differences I'm like. That also sounds good. Yep. <laughs> I'll, yeah. take, I'll take some of that. And then he's like, got these big bins and he's like scooping it out and weighing it out. And I'm like, I'm watching this whole like operation. I was like, how easy do you think it would be for you to like become like a cartel leader? Like based on <laughs> everything, like if you just switched out coffee for cocaine, you know, I feel yeah, like
3: scaling all the time. Yeah. I feel like a lot of smart. those I mean, skills would yeah.
0: be transferable, you know, except when you fire people in the cartel, they
1: stay fired.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Well He's a tire fire
1: (laughs) You you gotta kill him That's one of the things With the cartel You just gotta be Comfortable with uh, Eliminating people From earth How do you feel About firing
0: people (laughs) You're
1: gonna ask (laughs) About the cartel
3: (laughs) Um, I would rather Be a cartel boss I think it'd be easier To get rid of The people I don't want Uh, I don't like to fire people But you know Sometimes it happens And uh, Sometimes you know They don't want to be fired So you have to deal with Yeah that well, there's uh,
1: more of a fear with cartel, like because guns and stuff like that. But, like, <laughs> but like being a chef, I feel like there's like there is fear already because you're the head chef, right? And they want to respect you. But does anybody ever walk in with, like, I got this? I don't know, oh, of course, yeah. And, how and those you- are
3: the ones that actually weed themselves out, okay? So, like, you know, I have done my fair share of firing over the many years, but at the same time, I'll just like wait something out. And then they will just kind of disappear. So the problems just work themselves out, (laughs) which is kind of sad to say because, you know.
0: So this is kind of funny because we used to always have this thing because there's three people from the Chef's Academy in in this room right now. But uh, the Chef's Academy was uh, one of those places where it was just like it did put out some of the best, but I feel like they also graduated a lot of shitty chefs. There was yeah. a lot of people that came to the point where, like, I would work at other places. And people that came and they, like, the first thing they said was they came from the Chef's Academy. I was like, we'll see. And well, you like, could
3: probably say that with any of the culinary schools. Sure, so, for sure. Because we, we've had, how many? We have, like, what? We have three or four? I feel like as it was located
0: downtown, we, I just saw more of it, you know? Yeah. Like I, was saying, yeah. Yeah. I feel
2: like everybody. there was also something specifically, like... Arts Institute and Chef's Academy, I feel like get a little worse of a rep. I mean, I, I heard it after I, I graduated from the Chef's Academy. There were some places that specifically told me we don't hire yeah. Arts Institute or Chef's The Art Institute, Academy, right?
0: Institute well, is, silly was me. literally a pyramid scheme inside a pyramid But you're also right. There's some of the best people I know came from there. But I remember I would work with a lot of people that like just graduated and they'd be like, I don't do dishes. And I was like, oh, honey. Oh, chef, you're wrong. You're wrong." (laughs) Yeah. Just recently
3: somebody, uh, I had one of my guys that um, is in charge of the cold line. Um, He was telling somebody that they need to be cleaning. He's another guy was like, I'm not here to clean. And so I found it out. It's like, no. If you're sitting around, you're yeah. going to be cleaning. That's right. Like you do something. I'm not paying you to. Yeah, <laughs> to I stay. hate that cocky attitude. Is yeah, that, is
0: that so? What's what's the top like? What's the top indicator that someone's a bullshit chef to you?
3: Um, bullshit chef or line cook or just in general, just a like cook. Um, well, goodness gracious.
0: Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's my number one. Someone's is like they're too good to do dishes or well, too good to, well, to that's, clean. Yeah, that, they're like, uh, wow.
3: If they're too good to just do anything except. Well, if they don't respond to like education, you know, mm, if yeah. they think that they know all the answers and then they burn something twice or, you know, they just don't make it correctly after being so um, cocky and arrogant about it, mm. then I'm like, see, you're an idiot and you just got to pay. You know, it's like that kind of little shit, I guess. Yeah. Um,
0: What's the most egregious thing you've ever seen like somebody do like that? Besides
3: the washing the lettuce with the. Oh, so. yeah. That- <laughs> <laughs> Soapy <be> lettuce. <laughs> Um, I
0: feel Well I feel like okay, That at least happened In a school setting You know Like yeah. I mean I So I was helping uh, Like Thad was a teacher And uh, he w- we were doing like A cooking uh, Learn education yeah, like we're Very basic c- Cooking with the tots Very basic stuff for these uh, And they're like junior high school age mm-hmm. kids and we were just measuring. I think we were making no-bake cookies or some some real easy. And I was just like, oh, yeah, you just get a cup of this. And then I just watched, like, three kids just grab, like, a pint glass and, like, fill it up. And I was like, oh, we, we got to start back. all <laughs> We got we to we we go back. So a cup is eight ounces. Well, um, I mean,
3: I guess just recently, it was very annoying to me. And this person actually whittied themselves out pretty easily because they couldn't handle being told um, how to do their job. Um, and use of... He knows what I'm talking about here. Um, so I showed this person how to make pate. And um, I'm not, like, super specific about, like, recipes because uh, it's hard for me to follow recipes, mm-hmm. even though I have a pastry background. Um, so I showed him how to make pate, you know, hold, held his hand, you know, all the way through. Second time, I held his hand a little less. And then it turned out to look like... a. Uh, uh, like hummus and dog shit, oh. <laughs> you know. And it's like, you know, there was like lies along the way. I was like, Well did you do this? Did you do this?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, "Obviously, you, you, you did didn't, not. you know." Yeah. Like I, you know, i it's like your mother always said, they have like, eyes in the back of their head. They know yeah. exactly what you're doing. You know, you can't like <laughs> can't you lie can't fool a fucking yeah. <laughs> like I've done all these things before too. You know. Yeah. So yeah, that was really epic. Can't annoying.
0: bullshit a bullshitter. No. Hummus and dog shit sounds like the worst... Uh, Pate.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the worst thing to see on a menu.
3: sure. <laughs> it was just... Yeah, I just didn't know how he got to that point. And it, uh, I hope he doesn't listen to this podcast because he's not. He's not <laughs> uh, anyways, let's not talk about that anymore. Fast forward 10
1: years later, he has his own hummus and dog shit restaurant. Uh... They said it couldn't be done. <laughs> they
4: said it couldn't be done. Goddamn Abby. No one believed in me. Bahamas <laughs> caca dog. is <laughs> <It's> good. <laughs> uh. Oh, boy.
0: Netflix Chef's Table. <laughs> <laughs> I first started off with, with cooking on the spectrum. <laughs> I just see like a guy smoking outside. Is like you know, a lot of people said that people wouldn't like to eat dog shit. In their nest, I knew there was a market for it. Well,
1: because well, there is vegan, big, isn't it? I'm not trying to be gross. I'm not trying to be silly. But there is a market for digested food shit. <laughs>
2: Oh, pre digested stuff? You know, kind of like mama bird, baby bird? No, I'm not talking about
1: uh, masticating food for people. Oh, okay. <laughs> I am talking about actual shit. Oh, oh. like, like, Human like, cat, centipede, like the, the, the cat shit with coffee. That mm. is like a, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That coffee uh, comes out of the cat's butt, which some people know as poop. They feed them <laughs> a certain type of beans. Slow down, science
0: man. What's I, going
1: on? No, <laughs> Mr. Uh, wizard. <laughs> and so I don't know if there's a market for if dogs digest a certain food in a certain way where it can become eloquent um, <laughs> I, and think
3: it, oh God, I can't believe you're pulling this <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah this is oh, uh, caca
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um So I wonder if you could just like wrap something in plastic, swallow it, and sous-vide it in yourself.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I I think yeah, they sous vide a lot of
1: heroin in the prison. (laughs) 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 This is Norwegian (laughs) (laughs) sous-vide. Just Zach eating something and cramming it
2: out. Well I don't like making this.
4: Why are you sweating over
2: there? Just processing a pork belly. The more I talk about it,
1: the more gross it becomes. Because what would the, be the like the demonstration at the table? Like, Zachy stand up on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Can you cough, sir, please? You stand up on the table and it, it comes out perfectly.
3: Well, I think that's when you have the maitre d' remove the diaper um, yeah, and it. Yeah yeah yeah, there's a whole there's a whole thing to it
2: it's like making a seasoned salad (laughs) i can't believe
1: we got the chef of (laughs) the union on (laughs) potty lunch and you started talking about shitting on the table (laughs) that (laughs) was the first time this conversation has come about
2: at least we were ourselves
0: (laughs)
4: I'm uh, glad I agree myself.
0: If uh, if you okay, it, if Bluebeard wasn't a thing, and you could cook something completely different than the style of food that you are currently cooking, what would it be right now?
3: I don't know. I mean, maybe go for like, uh, like sushi or something. Going back to that because I think that art is really it's a beautiful you know process to be able to care for the fish in the proper way, and then mm. you know making the rice is very important, and then you know. Uh, it's just a very difficult uh, technique to learn, you know, and it shows how passionate you are if you can do all those things right, I guess. But uh, that would also get really boring over a while, or after some time, I suppose. Um, I don't know. I have a dream of retiring in Montana and just making pies and riding a horse to a diner. Mm. <laughs> That's
2: awesome. Would you deliver the pies yeah. on horseback yeah, horse on back horse. to the diner? Yeah. yeah. Pie yeah. ladies coming. I can hear the horse. Well, it would be my diner, yeah, but it would just
3: be like a pie diner. Oh, okay. Know, like a pie...
2: Pie house. <laughs> <Sorry. No, my laughs> house You thought the horse and the pie was related
3: No yeah I'll be taking the horse Well
2: I thought it was like you know I'll be horse pies <laughs> <and then laughs>
3: to order Back and to then shit again yeah. Yeah. Cow pie and horse <laughs> pies Let's get off the
2: pot <laughs> of, uh,
1: Speaking of You were talking about sushi Speaking of uh, the year of the dragon um oh.
3: Is it year of the
2: dragon? You're really trying You're doing a good job you're gonna make it. I'm scared that I'm gonna <laughs> say something racist.
3: Because
1: <laughs> um, who who invited a uh, sushi? I guess, that I, and
2: then I'm safe.
1: Because there's a dragon on one of their flags.
2: I feel like there's dragons in a lot of cultures. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm scared.
1: Um, anyways, you're doing a dragon themed. Um,
3: yeah. So let's just go to this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Bluebeard, help him out, help him out, Abby. So uh, Bluebeard is hosting our first uh, Dungeons and Dragons dinner. So, yeah. Yeah. so we have uh, two guys that we've been working with, um, Eric and Kevin, um, who are going to be the DMs, dungeon masters. I don't know. If, um, I'm I'm not too familiar with Dungeons and Dragons. I played a few times, but um, yeah, the way they set it up, it's going to be you know like a four course dinner. Um, and so it'll be slightly timed, but you know we have the dungeon masters, a great storyline. Um, you know, have you know you come in and roll for your character, and then you just. Uh yeah, it's like a role-playing um, interactive feast. That's awesome. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, tomorrow's our first night. Kind of mad
0: we didn't think of that at first. That seems up like our alley.
3: Uh, I mean, it's going to be really interesting. So then we're going to have two more uh, dinners um, right at uh, when the start of Gen Con happens. So July 31st and August 1st. Oh, um, that's really smart. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is smart.
1: So both of them are
0: sold out.
3: Well, we haven't um, promoted the other two yet. So tomorrow night sold out in less than 24 hours. So it's like 18 <sighs> seats. So so what's um, that
0: that one room called that's up top that
3: uh that's where we're having that uh, yeah uh, that the called? second story
0: the second yeah. so that place is so cool we went um that's where we met um at tom uh tom sorry uh oh, <laughs> yeah yeah uh mm-hmm. was that one of uh it was alan sternberg's uh dinners oh, right. Yeah. and uh um, she was there too were you there too think I was it was a big table
3: yeah I mean I was probably cooking in the kitchen oh yeah. yeah that's right yeah. yeah so I wasn't sitting there <laughs> it was great well we've done a handful of the chef's dinners and those are going to be coming back too so um, I didn't know I didn't
0: know who Tom was and I, I was like why'd they send me next to this maniac
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's a character for sure I call him the mayor of Indianapolis because mm, you know he seems like it yeah he's a hard-working gentleman
0: Oh yeah. We've had him on the show. He's great. But mm-hmm. like I we I I thought he was a crazy person at first. I was like, who let this guy in here? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's it's like a, it's not yeah. yeah. like <laughs> you try to escort him out like, <laughs> this is not for you. It's like this guy's gonna get <laughs> this guy's gonna get cut off <laughs> before the meal is over. Yeah, yeah, there's a like, fan station
1: down the street. He's so. like I own the street. Now aren't you doing a blue are you doing a blue beard? Type thing. Mm. A blue beard. It's like, besides <laughs> the restaurant or? <laughs> well, I mean. Sorry, sorry. James Beard. Oh, are yeah. James,
3: sorry, beard? Yeah. James beard. beard, blue beard. Uh, I get <laughs> my beards confused. All right. We got James,
1: uh, we got blue. Beard, yeah. you, uh, we should have done the beard James one. James It's a James Goatee Award.
3: <laughs> so, yeah, James Beard. Um, they. Uh, approached audra and audra a lot i don't know if it was vice versa um either ways um i've done some different dinners with james beard either at the james beard house in new york or in detroit Um, and then this year we are gonna um, be doing one at the restaurant so we have a couple of different chefs from um out of town um that are going to be joining us and everybody's been nominated for james beard in the past couple years or Mm. at some point so yeah it'd just be a good way to have um You know, some different chefs come into our house and play around, and it would be a good way to have, you know, James Beard people also just see what we are.
0: How many Uh, noms have you got?
3: I don't know. Uh, You lose
0: track after
1: a while.
3: (laughs) Well, I don't really keep count. I don't know, six or seven.
2: What? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) What? Not that I'm surprised. Did you just realize the, that
2: we have a, a good chat in the house? Did you?
1: Well, it's <laughs> not just me. I would have
2: not talked
1: about shitting on the table.
3: <laughs> <laughs> if I knew we had a James <laughs> goatee nominated <even laughs> person here. Well, it doesn't really matter because this is who I am. I would rather have okay. these conversations than no, I'm too I'm, serious. I don't like being serious. So. so when you
1: go to like, so this is my real question. So when you travel, you go to New York, you're going to the house of the James Beard, which I didn't even know they had a house. <laughs> yeah. um, like, do they look down on you because you're from Indiana- <laughs> Indianapolis?
3: I certainly hope not. <laughs> um, no, I don't think so. I mean, I think they just appreciate having um, just chefs in um, in their lineup in any kind of regard, you know, okay. either it be in Detroit or New York or Cincinnati or wherever. Um, and it's also just great networking and you know promoting ourselves but also promoting james beard house and the foundation so i mean that's what a lot of it's for is the foundation so mm. you know with um the ticket price we will be donating um you know a fair amount of money to the foundation that will send you know somebody to culinary school
0: oh awesome yeah. we um we have an event coming up i don't know i miss all the conversation in the front of the house but did they did they tell you at all about the meatcake
3: invitational i think I think I heard someone... I heard him say meat cake, meat pies. Well, then we start talking about horse pies. Uh, yeah. <laughs> meat patties. Yeah, I heard a little bit about that. So
0: we have an event that we do every year. This is our, our fourth one. Uh, it's the Meat Cake Invitational. Uh, this year we have 10 chef teams. Uh, Yusuf is has the team that he's putting together. He's
3: his own one-man team, I'm well, sure. No,
0: he's, he's, got, he's, <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a whole team. And then uh, Zach and I are on a team. And then there's... Eight other teams So wait uh, You
3: guys are on a team But you're also promoting
2: it We're team Well we're team yeah, Heart. And yeah. we make the rules yeah. Yeah. No yeah. And you judge yeah. it yeah. 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 That's how we win <laughs> 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 To be fair uh, We've never won In a grand standing prize Like uh, the grand standing prize I won one year You won one Bridget year, won one was one year. She all was the people. People. people's choice One year But we had a judge
3: we have yeah. I, I
0: invented it? this, and I've competed every year, and I've never won. <laughs> so it is pretty fair. Well, that's very humbling. Yeah. Right? yeah.
3: So, but that's a good lineup you have over there. Yeah. Um. Yeah.
0: yeah and so.
3: Is that this year? Yeah. That's
0: yeah. True. It's it's the it's the greatest spectacle in, in meat entertainment. You know, <laughs> for real. <laughs> so we get we get and uh, people. It's really turning into carnival too. Like the the first, it was just about the cakes. It was the three of us, yeah. It was uh it was Zach, Bridget and I. And it was mainly just shit talking, you know, we're like who could make the best meatcake. And I kind of forgot that Zach knew how to cook at the time. (laughs) Well it was both of them
2: both him and Bridget were just shit talking and I was like, Yeah, that sounds fun, I'll do it And then they basically just talked to each other like I wasn't there for like a month or two. (laughs) Yeah. And then <laughs> yeah. when I brought
3: something D said, they were like, oh, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> yeah. know like, you were here. Yeah. So you can make any kind of meat cake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like layered as long as, yeah. wedding meat cake. So I've done, like, we, we had a
2: meat baklava one year that was submitted. Uh-huh. Uh, like, I've done, like, a wedding cake of meat. We've done, <laughs> like, uh, like cupcakes. Uh, uh, Ashley Brooks did uh, Madeline's last year mm. that were awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's all sorts of different forms that you could take oh, with cool. it. If as long as it's like kind of meat or oh, meat and a that. cake. That's cool. That top
0: left one right there, that, that was uh, Zach's first year. That's a, a crab cake the size of a fucking hubcap. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I iced it with remoulade and then put like uh uh like cream cheese wrapped fillets on top of it. Beef oh, beef tartare. Beef tartare. Mm. Oh man. Um and you'll get I, the meat sweats, I'm
3: assuming. Oh yeah, oh, people yeah.
2: get the meat sweats. Yeah. Um you can even buy meat sweats there. They're sweatpants with meat all over them. Yeah. <laughs> um
1: they hired me and they like that first year we like played Kiss by the Rose like over and over again. Um and then that's become the national anthem. Yeah. Of the but yeah, it's uh now there's dancing involved in this meat cake competition. Um not not the chefs, but like you, there's dancing around. Yeah, wouldn't um, it be wild if that was the
2: second part? Yeah, <laughs> yeah submit a meat cake and then dance. make a dance, a choreographed yeah. dance. Wouldn't
3: it be like a
2: cakewalk? Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's gotta be some sort of cakewalk <laughs> element. Uh, that would be funny.
0: Yeah, write that down. So this year we're it's becoming almost a an art fair too. So like we want things like when you're. In downtime, if you buy a ticket, not only do you go to sample these ten different cakes and help judge pick the people's winner, but then you get to walk around and look at these cool like art installations and stuff like oh, that too cool. that's yeah. going on. So and there's men without their shirts off like muscle mm. the meatcake beefcakes.
3: Yep. Yeah, do you have any calendars made? Oh, mm. well, we need oh, to. Oh, we should do Man, a calendar. Yeah, we need to. We should do day. one of those um those like paper calendars, like the daily calendars, mm. and then like a different.
2: Yeah, a different. You
3: know, I haven't seen those in years. Well,
1: she did want to be on the team, but she heard about this upstairs, and she's like, "I'd like to be a
0: judge."
3: Well, I I could be in there some kind of capacity. I don't know. I'm not. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Are you free on the 25th?
3: Uh, sure. We're, nev-
2: we're never we're never <laughs> seeing yeah. Abby again after this. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. One hundred percent See you later. What did we
0: do wrong? If I'm not there at the start, just start without me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll
3: I want to be around you guys all the time. So Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. i would love to help out in any kind of way. So
0: uh, it's 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 really fun and it's 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 also like I love something where you get so much talented people to do something really stupid, you know? So yeah, it's just like, that's like, it's, like, it's yeah. literally right up my alley. So. It's, it's like, uh, <laughs> because then people's like egos really get involved too, you know, It's just like, no, yeah. I'm going to make the best.
2: Well, and I think it's kind of a crazy thing because like, I I think there's that that whole like savory cooks don't like to do pastry and pastries don't always like to do savory and they kind of yeah Yeah. and it forces that kind of marriage of those two thoughts and I mean I feel like it really I don't know I feel like it's a really kind of a cool competition as far as the kind of things it brings out
3: it just kind of reminds me of UHF when uh, Weird Al he's uh, playing with the uh, mashed potatoes and I don't know why but he's like this means something it's the Outer (laughs) Limits reference you know (laughs) One of my favorite
0: movies, <laughs> yeah, building a volcano. That's funny. Um, what? Sorry, I just waited. You okay? Yeah. Hey, we're doing I, an episode. I, buddy. I, think, I think I had a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> you good? I just got, I was like in the meat zone.
3: There. <laughs> Started thinking about
0: my meat cake. I was just thinking uh, about
3: volcanoes spewing out. Uh,
0: we were, d- I, I overheard you guys talking earlier about um, tarot. Is that something that you're into?
3: um no but my friend our friend Audrey she's a oh it was she's, you. A, she's a oh, witchy sorry. lady What's well on? i don't is that witchy well yeah <laughs> she's, a, she's a she reads tarot you're like i
0: don't mess with the dark arts myself
3: <laughs> uh, i mean i've done my fair share of that.
0: what do you do what do you do for fun what do you do when you're kicking back when you're when you,
1: uh, when you get good out the question. well i've actually
3: i've done i've acquired a lot of hobbies these days um
1: horseback riding
3: well, I did get a compound bow for Christmas, mm. so I'm going to Those are
2: fun, aren't they?
3: Well, I've put it together, but oh, okay. I need to take it to a pro shop to make sure I did it correctly before um, I start shooting stuff. So uh, I'm going to get into archery as well with my friend Audra. Um, nice. I'm writing a children's book and, you know, gardening and learning how. To, like, I'm really am passionate about, like, growing things from seed, especially, like, wildflowers and whatnot. Mm. Just, like, you know, because I can grow tomatoes and peppers and stuff all day long, but, you know, doing stuff from a from the seed from start to. I don't know. I'm just – it's, it's intriguing yeah. to me, you know.
0: There's a the magic to it. Yeah, yeah it and like if you can keep it
3: alive and whatnot. Um, other than that, oh, I got a – Another thing I'm going to start working on is some pottery at home. So I got a, a wheel to, you know, spin my own pottery. I don't have a kiln okay. though, but I have to get, you know, special um, air-dry clay. So Re- I don't know, I'm just trying to acquire a lot of different hobbies. Oh, and then I play video games, so. Um, You're
0: a gamer. What what is <laughs> Tell me more about this children's book.
3: Okay, well when I was a child, child, I wrote two children's books, one, um, two children's book, like, books, yeah, uh, one was called The Sad Pumpkin, the other one was uh, The Pink One That Went to School, so, um, I don't know, it's been on my mind lately, and I have this cute dog, and I call him Boogie, that's his nickname, and then he has a, a little friend that's uh, called Mr. Squiggles, I don't know, it's just adventures of, and we'll see what happens. So, oh, that's awesome. I don't know, it's just like a, you know, when you have those, like, funny dreams, you know, yeah. and then you, like, you have all these characters in front of you, it's like, you might as well put it on paper somehow or other and i'll make a million dollars just like the harry potter woman did or whatever
2: (laughs) i think the kids book thing is a really awesome piece of merch we had somebody come through just a couple weeks ago and Mm -hmm. she she has a kids book that she takes to her like stand up things and i mean i i bought one and you know read it to my kids i i think it's a really cool thing like I didn't realize it, but I'd much rather buy that than a t-shirt if I went to a show or something. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things that I would have never thought of, but like you see it and it's like, that's a wonderful piece of merch.
3: Well, I mean, I grew up reading like all those like kid books, you know, Um, and I feel like kids don't do that enough these days. So like for Christmas, I make sure to give my um, nieces and nephews as many cool like educational like little you know books here and there so mm. and then i i just love having hard copies you know yeah you know yeah. something on your bookshelf
1: physical books are great yeah we should try to do a, a, a children's book
3: yeah that's a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> noted yeah for have us, you ever ate it's... shit little kid <laughs> <laughs> hey. have you ever seen a grown man on a table <laughs>
0: All right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think we, a bad idea. we also we are doing another event uh, in the summer called the uh, uh, Heart of Brunch Adult Summer Camp. We mm-hmm. ran a summer camp out for the weekend, and I really want someone to shoot a flaming arrow into <gasps> something. So if you, if your archery skills are, are that good by the summertime, uh, like like I want to like like it's so a. Funny
3: like, you say that because I was thinking about that the other day. <laughs> like a, like
0: a start of the Olympics, you know, and uh, then yeah. like something like lights up, maybe like it. Lights up the HB logo or something yeah. like that. Or you actually yeah. blow up somebody's house. Ooh, <laughs> yeah. my,
3: <that's> even better. <laughs> like oh, you, there's a gas tank. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I love that. Like, if there's, like, a trail, like, like Carter Brunch, like, we ride it in gasoline.
2: <laughs> in the grass. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Or isn't it, like, a guy's running for, you know, like, five days <laughs> yeah. and then he goes and throws mm-hmm. it. You know, is that what the, the Olympics tor- are that's Olympics.
1: Olympics? Yeah. yeah, yeah now, <laughs> if we can talk about lighting the guy on fire, <laughs> the Olympic torch where he's the torch. Yeah, yeah. You shoot
2: the guy with the flaming arrow, and then, and then everybody's on fire. And then hey, that
1: means five days until harder bright.
3: <laughs> run. <laughs> 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 he's running around for five days. Oh well, uh, yeah, uh, I would love to go to that, um, the uh, camp. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, I think
1: it's going to be packed we, this year.
0: We'd
3: love yeah. to have. Yeah, it's we, last I year. Wanted was, to go last year, but. Um, just too busy. So.
0: Last year was proof of concept. I think this year, um, like it's kind of <laughs> like with meat cakes. Anytime you just do things, you know, like more and more often, like the first time is always the hardest. And then and then people are like, oh, that is actually fun. Like,
3: well, there's uh, so much playing that goes into it, you know? So I'm sure it just, it's it's a lot on your guys. Well we
0: guide. just wing it. And that's, that's been the magic of all of this. It was very unsafe.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so many lawsuits could happen. Yeah. I can't believe <laughs> So what do you guys want to do? <laughs> well, <laughs> we weren't even allowed to be at that camp.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was like, all right, we gotta go quick before they come. <laughs> no, um someone even asked you if you wanted to be a private chef and you you were like, Hell no. No, I want to have fun I'm not. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, just
0: come and chill. Absolutely. That's the thing, too, is, like, we know so many people, like, I'm always trying to rotate in, like, we, because of the nature of doing this podcast, we meet so many talented people in all kinds of different, you know, between food and comedy and art and music and all this stuff. And then we, when we do these events, sometimes I'm like, Sometimes I just want to invite people as a friend, like, hey, just come and enjoy this. And then the other times I'm like, hey, do you want to cut? So I'm always trying to gauge where people are at. Like, is this, a you want to work or do you want to chill? Do you want right. to, like.
3: Well, see, my, the thing about chefs, which I think you guys can relate to, if you go to an event like that and you see somebody, you're going to want to get your hands dirty eventually. You're mm. like, can I help? You know, can I do something? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
1: that's where I'm at with like Yusuf right now. I don't know if we should try to get him (laughs) to be a private chef or just to come and have
2: fun.
3: Yeah, he would be the same way. He'd put an apron on immediately. You know, because I mean, what else are we going to do? I mean, it's fun for us to work, I feel like sometimes, but. What I feel it,
2: like I don't know what to do with myself yeah, when I'm awesome. not working. Yes. At least I have a reason, a purpose, a th- like a script that I can follow. I yeah. don't have to yeah. just be weird. Well, we we <laughs> we had to, and like the camp
0: staff there is great, and then their, their really their um dining hall um kitchen staff was phenomenal. But like we we're just like we're hard at brunch. Like we have like <laughs> we got a certain reputation we have to live up to with the food. So like we had some input on like, and we we're like, hey, the last brunch has to be like really good you know and they were like well, what do you mean i like I don't know like <laughs> just not what you've been doing <laughs> whatever you
4: were gonna do make it better than that
0: <laughs> <laughs> and so like the last day when we went like they didn't really tell us exactly what they were gonna do they just they just had like one of everything like it was amazing it was like a smorgasbord and they're just like beaming with pride like they've never cooked like this before like
2: well no the, the, the food was great I, I was I was concerned uh, you know up front because like I don't know they're used to cooking for a bunch of kids too so mm-hmm. uh but I, I think they also had fun with it because yeah. they got to do something different than just chicken nuggets for you know for sure. a weekend or whatever yeah. but yeah i was very impressed with the food and especially the super brunch at the end they all enjoyed it it was a lot
0: of fun the only thing that was t- tough was that first meal because it was it it,
2: it it wasn't. It was it, chicken Manhattan day. It wasn't. After
0: 120 degrees. It was the hottest day of the year. <laughs> and I'm sure when they made the menu it was fine but it was like people were like falling out with heat stroke and then it's like here's your Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> here's some hot gravy.
2: Yeah <laughs> that was yeah, that was, uh, yeah
0: we, <laughs> oh, and, then, and then we we had this band. We had this experimental band called The Tubbles uh, Play, and it's a lot of just these two women screaming. And so, like, I think people were like, what did we get ourselves into? <laughs> okay. Like, like they're serving us hot gravy. It's 110 yeah. degrees outside.
2: This woman's, like, screaming about being in an asylum. Yeah. <laughs> the Tubbles, I am a super fan of the yeah. Tubbles now. They're, I guess, performance art slash music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I feel like it was the most jarring way. It's really the camp, yes. It really like, You ever talk to somebody and you don't know if it's a bit or not? You don't know if oh, what yeah. they're saying is a, a joke or if they're actually... It was like that like everybody got in a secluded location paid us money and then wondered what the fuck did we get into
1: because <laughs> again it was very hot like i about passed out twice that day and then to hear someone start off the the dinner was screaming I, lo- I watched a lot of couples look at each other <laughs> shake their head <laughs>
2: And get up and leave. They I, left the, the dining room. I think Thad thought we ruined the entire thing. In I was that moment. nervous. I was because like, well, people already paid, and everyone oh, took here. all them money. That's already. the best. Like, that, but that's the thing; they're, they can't go anywhere. Like, is, it, but as long as you make it better after that,
0: yeah. It also it it, it all is uphill. It's so like the second night we had our friend Fred Miller play, who is this wonderful musician, and right when he was about to play, I heard someone was like. Is it gonna be the same
3: music? <laughs> from- so you basically like weeded out the people that did, yeah, there yeah, 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 with yeah. hot gravy and screaming,
2: mm-hmm. yeah, Since they're overload. If you give them screaming the first night. Anything is awesome. <laughs> Everything that. is better It just 100%. Sets yeah. the expectations that's way more the, the Manhattan.
1: They're yeah. probably thinking the same thing. Yeah, like
2: streaming in Manhattan, great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: yeah. But I it also like I, did you go to did you ever go to camp when you were a kid? No. Okay. So that's part of it. That, I mean bit, that no. is kinda like the real camp is a little trauma up first. And it kinda <laughs> it kinda tempers you. You know, it kinda mm. tempers you for the rest of the stay. And then you're just like, okay, like now I'm now, now I got it. It also like, somehow it went from the hottest possible situation to like it rained all night. So everyone that was in a tent got washed out. So it was just like, by the second night, everybody was trauma bonded and just kind of <laughs> just like, we're gonna have fun today though, right? <laughs> today <laughs> is gonna be fun. And then and then by the end it was like, nobody wanted to leave. You know, everybody was having such a great time. Hit them with the trauma. All right, yep. well I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> you drop a beat for me there, Zach? Abby, thank you so much for uh, taking some time out and eating with us today, coming on the show. Um, Where can people, um, if they want to go to these dinners and they want to buy tickets, where can they go to get those?
3: Um, Go to bluebeardindy.com or just look on our Instagram page. Um, Things will be listed there. And thank you for having me, guys. It's been a a true, true wonderful day.
1: Good. That is Jake. You can find me at... uh, Pile of crap on the table Kaka <laughs> um, tables It's a new menu that I'm working
2: on um, it's, That's what I want to talk about anymore Zach exactly. ah, If you like poop You should uh, check out our after brunch It's only $3 a month and you get extra episodes every single week That's patreon.com backslash harder brunch Casey Campbell <laughs> Uh, Look out for my documentary uh, From the Fart to the Table coming out in Netflix soon. Also look me up on Instagram as Danger Brewer uh, and uh, have some fun out there. She's a famous chef, you guys.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well should I just say it's really shitty.
0: I'm joking. Uh, meat cake tickets are on sale right now. Go to eventbrite.com. Um, pick them up. You know what? It makes a great Valentine's Day gift for the carnivore in your life. I you were going to say for the carny in your life. <laughs> for, for the carny living under your bed. Uh, for, no, like it, it makes a great gift. I, I've been looking at all the people buying tickets, and it's a lot of people buying tickets in pairs because I think it's a great date activity to go and eat a bunch of meat together, get the meat sweats. Uh, we wanted to do one that was right closer to Valentine's Day and call it Meat Cute. That oh, was yeah. the goal, but maybe next year. Oh. Alright. Ed uh, Dyke Michaels on all social media. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. I think so. From Fart to Table was really good.